when did you get into photography, DJing, and everything like that? The DJ one's crazy. I guess chronologically, we'll start with a DJing one. So when I was in fifth grade, my cousin was best friends with this guy, Tom LaRock. And Tom LaRock still DJs to this day, but he's like a big Miami club DJ. And at the time, like Jada Kiss and Britney Spears and like, you know, everybody who's anybody who came to Miami, my cousin would like pick them up at the airport. And he was sort of like, you know, he was with the crew. He got these records, like these vinyl records, like a record pool. I would get these boxes full of records. But what was crazy was they were from Rockefeller, directly from Rockefeller Records, directly from Def Jam Records, like singles of like uh, Cameron, Hey Ma. I, I got that like months before anybody. Okay. I need a girl part one. I need a girl part two yeah. with the instrumentals and everything. So I would get this, but I was in fifth grade, yeah. which is like so weird. If you think about it, it's mad young to be yeah. doing that. <laughs> so I got into it that way and, and really got this deep knowledge of hip hop and rap and, and scratching. Yeah. And I had, yeah. and then my dad bought me turntables and stuff. It was pretty That's crazy. Cool. And then that fell off for a minute. Then in high school, I was like the John Mayer guitar type character. And then uh, I, got, I got a PA because that, because I wanted to do like gigs and stuff. And then I filled in one day for um at this bar and i just the the dj needed someone to fill in for him i plugged my ipad in and um at the end the uh, when i got there the bar the bartender was like uh do you want like what are you drinking i was like i'll have a coke like that's it i was like oh captain and coke like sure no problem and they poured me all night and at the end of the night i went to go pay my tab and they were like no nah, djs drink for free and i always joke around but i'm like not joking at all that's what the moment i became a <laughs> I, I was 20 so. years old at the time. I needed to rock it out, you know, for a couple more months. And then yeah. uh, when I turned 21 and I stuck with that since. And that eventually you get tired of doing bars and you move into the wedding space. Yeah, I've had some great mentors along the way, like really too many to name, but mm -hmm. in particular, like John, who I work with. And that's been really cool. Uh, and then the photography, that was also similar story, like kind of my whole life is a series of like picking things up and then mm -hmm. putting them away for a while and then coming back to it in a big way. And that happened with photography too. I learned it in high school. Then when I went back to college, I got like a Canon Rebel, whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did that. And like every other guy my age within the creative space got super into like Casey Neistat, Peter McKinnon and um, <laughs> that whole thing and just learning. And ironically enough, some of the people that I'm now interviewing on the podcast, like I just had Pai Jerza. Mm -hmm. That name probably rings yeah. a bell for you. Yeah. yeah. He was just in the show. So um, I just never intended it for them to get that big, but I just... Tried working corporate America. It was a disaster. And I was like, now I'm kind of thriving with the photography and the DJing, which is weird. Mm -hmm. From from DJing bars to weddings, do you see like, yeah. a commonality in, in like crowd reactions? Well, DJing bars is like such a shit show that, you know, <laughs> like that it really does. It's perfect training. Yeah. It's, it's similar to like, I'm a big fan of stand-up comedy, so you're going to hear probably multiple references to that today. But um, it's similar to like open mics. Well, you got to do those open mics and then that will prepare you. Like you can't mm -hmm. do big arenas yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, you got to get thrown into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and at bars, people are just wasted on Jaeger bombs and stuff like that. <laughs> just be like, you this The meanest thing a girl ever said to me one time, and this is what, this moment was one of those moments that really made me get my life together. She told me that, she said, when you DJ, I feel like I'm at a dare dance. And I thought that was like, do you guys know what a dare dance is? <laughs> yeah. That sounds pretty bad. I was like, <laughs> she was like, no, not a dare dance. More like a bar mitzvah. And I was like, oh, no, man. She was right, though. I think I was playing like Michael Bublé. Like, <laughs> you're everything. Perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. 
So uh, fly me to the. <laughs> they're, they're doing like Jaeger bombs. I'm trying to be like cool. <laughs> yeah. My dad's sport jacket on. So <laughs> nah, but it, just like anything else in my life, I really am always relying on like YouTube and you know. Yeah. I got a bunch of. I would call them like YouTube heroes who are doing a major, and I try as much as I can to meet them, and, yeah. and that happens. So you're self-taught for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I went to college for for it, but um, I think that college was great because it like solidifies. It's like okay, this is kind of who I am, and the decision to go to college and become a graphic designer was sort of like haphazard. Like I, did, I was like, oh, I guess I'm. I was good at Photoshop in high school, so I guess we'll do that. There was no real like come to Jesus moment. Yeah. I always tell people that too. Like, there's there's not always a moment. Like, sometimes it's just you at like two o'clock in the morning watching a video. Like, I can do that. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, you just kind of stack those like together. Five years later, you're just right. Yeah, you know, you're just in the mix of it. Yeah. 